0: Welcome to episode two of the 704 Club podcast. We were inverted. Uh I am Jason and
1: I am Dad slash J yes. slash Wang.
0: Well, I mean, not on this podcast.
1: Yeah, no, not on this podcast, <laughs> That's obviously. The other one. All right, man, what are we talking about tonight? We
0: got a uh, kind of a loaded episode. Uh we're going in from, you know, TV show. We got Stranger Things. Uh we're going over movie, Top Gun. That'll okay. be that'll be fun. We're doing a bunch of game related and then we got a new segment at the end.
1: Okay, so talk to me about this title. We were inverted. Well, I
0: mean, it was kind of
1: I mean, there's an obvious reference there to top gun, but isn't there a double meaning? It's
0: kind of, you know, stranger things upside down.
1: Right, because stranger things is in the upside down. Yeah. So oh, inverted. also inverted. Inverted. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, so Smart, huh? yeah. Crazy. Really cool. So uh, where do you want to start, Top Gun or Stranger Things? Let's
0: do, let's do Stranger Things. Let's start it easy.
1: Okay, so we sort of, and folks, we talked about this last week, but uh, it's the same spoiler this Spoiler warning. Yeah, yeah, obvious spoiler warnings. And For everything. Um, if you pull up this podcast, in the description is going to be a time hack that's going to let you know where to fast forward to if you want to skip the Stranger Things portion. Yes. Uh, and we'll do the same for Top Gun when we talk about it as well. But, I mean, it's it's been... I mean, how long, Top Gun's been out for a month, I right? just saw
0: it what a week ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, right. one of my friends went and saw And it. then
1: Stranger Things, we had Part 1...
0: Out May 27th, same yep. time as Kenobi, so I mean... And then ago.
1: what about Part 2? When did Part, part 2 just
0: go? came out uh, last Friday.
1: Okay, so... It hasn't been out long. But let's talk about Part 1 real quick. Uh, obviously, the slower part, because yes. it had this, there was so much setup. Yeah. And again, I'm going to keep saying it, but this is spoiler warning, folks. So we had all the gr- different groups, and they got split up into so many groups. This, yeah, time. that
0: was kind of a, you know, you had you had one crew in California, you had one crew in Russia, and you had one crew in Indiana Hawkins. So I mean, it was it was really split up. Everybody was everywhere.
1: And you, <laughs> I guess, you kind of had a crew in the Upside Down because it just felt like they just kept going in and. Well, That was part two. No, no, it was part one. Okay, so last, what I had um, two episodes. So one? let's let's talk about. So in Russia, we had Sheriff crazy. Hopper slash the Red Guardian, you had Murray, <laughs> and you had <laughs> not when I do it, when I go yeah, back. Don't time. make me do the whole, I could do a whole separate episode on, on just Hopper by himself. But so Hopper is in a Russian gulag with Jack and Hagar from Game of Thrones and the Denver I mean, it was a correctional officer that was played by the same guy that played yes. Jack and Hagar in yeah. Game of Thrones, and then we had um, Murray and Joyce. We had Murray and Joyce go on this what could in the eighties going Crazy. to Russia is Crazy. a suicide mission. Yeah, um, yeah. I probably. mean, we're talking, <laughs> yeah. and you weren't alive in the eighties, but like I was literally younger than these kids were in this show by a couple years, and you, Russia was a bad word. In the 80s, really? right? It's not necessarily a good word now, which is kind of weird how history repeats itself. I mean, I,
0: I think we're getting better in that that political. Well, part. man, we had
1: a we had a Cold War going on. Yeah. Real in real life, we had yeah. a Cold War going on, and everybody had nuclear weapons, and we were all scared to death somebody was going to launch it. Yeah. Uh, right. So, you know, they really kind of played on the fear of Russia because, like, I was literally tense when Murray and Joyce were there. Yeah. Um, to get you know to get Hopper again, spoiler warnings. We've we've notified you more than three times now. Uh, they were there to to rescue Hopper. Oh. uh They failed epically, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you who haven't watched it, there was some peanut butter involved. Uh, apparently, Murray speaks fluent Russian. That's who crazy. Knew?
0: We knew he spot, spoke some Russian from well, episode I, three or I season think... three, but yeah. not fluently. I think we
1: knew he was super intelligent. Let's be clear, He was a conspiracy theorist.
0: Yeah, I mean, he kind of to back all this stuff up, you need kind of either has
1: to act like he's smart or needs to be smart. Okay, so who was in the group that was in the desert? Talk to me.
0: Desert. We had. Let's see. We had one of the new characters, Argyle, uh, Surf Boys Pizza, uh, Pineapple out of a can. We had Jonathan, a big druggie now, obviously.
1: Uh, So was Argyle, dude. Yeah, but like both of them, bro. But like, I'm just saying, dude. I mean, they say. were literally Bill and Ted's. So.
0: And we had, uh, we we obviously had, uh, we had Will. Um, we had eleven for, what I, I don't know, twenty five percent of the time in the desert with that crew. We had, uh, we had Mike who came from Indiana, to what? Yeah. Like, the, yeah, he guess, was the uh, only
1: guy that wasn't OG California at yeah. the beginning of the season. Yeah. It Everybody else like. was already there. Yeah. So yeah. Other uh,
0: than I guess uh, Owens. Who brought, who got eleven and took it to the lab? That oh yeah yeah that was kind of crazy.
1: Funny story about him. He was on a sitcom that I loved in the in the nineties called Mad About You with Helen Hunt. He was obviously a lot younger then, but he was also in one of the Aliens movies. In fact, he was in Aliens. So
0: I love the. I gotta watch that. I think he made a
1: cameo in one of the other Alien movies, but he was definitely in Aliens with uh, Sigourney Weaver slash Dana from Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, we all know, right? so up, be all right. We had that group in the desert, and we can't forget about what's his name, Dr. What's his Brenner. Name? Dr. Brenner, yeah,
0: that was that was played throwback. by Private
1: Joker from Full Metal Jacket. Um, yeah, so mad scientists out there. Then we had the Hawkins group,
0: which we had. Let's see, we had are we so are we gonna are we gonna split this up into the upside down crew and the Hawkins crew, or what? No, let's just
1: it? go full Hawkins. Full Hawkins.
0: Crew. We had we had uh Max, who was currently being Possessed by Vecna.
1: Okay. That was gonna be his fourth kill. We had I think I think cursed is the better word. I'll I'll accept possessed. I, I mean more cursed, really. We can go cursed. Okay. We we'll go
0: cursed. We can go cursed by Vecna. Um okay. then we had Lucas, who played a big part to Max in this season. Uh, you know, whole running up that hill and uh
1: Plus I think Lucas had the most realistic nineteen eighties era high school arc of any character in the
0: show. Oh yeah. hundred percent.
1: The whole trying to cross over between you know being a jock and you know high school sucks man so
0: yeah right you know
1: crossing over between Crazy. being a jock and being a geek and, and that whole bit and where do my allegiances lie and who do i want to be so that was cool to see i really liked lucas's art
0: yeah well we didn't like his, his uh his so-called buddy jason that was a whoo <sighs> Oh, oh my God!
1: Good Lord, man! Aided
0: him more than Vecna. Uh, yeah. We also had uh, we had Lucas's little sister Erica, okay, which also played a really big scene in the uh, you know, uh, Vecna and Max, and Eleven fight. Uh, she played a l- little big part. We had Dustin, Steve, and Robin. Robin, that's his name. Ooh, her name.
1: And Nancy. And Nancy.
0: And Nancy. Well, yeah, but well, well, you know, Robin, Steve, and uh, you literally had Batman and Robin. I mean, if Nancy, you think about
1: yeah. it. Yeah, Nancy. And then you. You had a bunch of bit parts in there because we had Eddie. Who, yeah, we. Oh my one God, of my dude. favorite characters. Facts, right.
0: Eddie Munson. We had Chrissy for a little for, for an episode.
1: Yeah, you already said Erica, right? Yeah, Erica. Okay, I said Erica. Yeah.
0: We had the um side reporter. Uh, was cyber there a guy name?
1: Victor. Who? Nancy's partner from the newspaper.
0: That, no, no, no. Victor was uh, Victor's dad. Oh, yeah, name? yeah, yeah that's gotcha. Victor, Victor Creel.
1: Okay, Victor Creel, right. Um, I don't know
0: the nerd reporter that that was you know Nancy side reporter. Uh, we had him for a little bit. We had Lucas's other friend from the basketball team who got cursed and died from Vecna as well in the lake. Okay, um, which somehow Jason thought it was still Eddie that did it. Crazy, yeah, that was that was a crazy scene. That was whew, you know. <laughs>
1: So anyway, we set the scene in part one. Obviously, everybody needed to get where they needed to get. Then, dude, part two—it was like the gloves came off, and it was just—it was just, you know, I wrote down. But the show, they wouldn't—they
0: weren't holding back.
1: The intensity and the tension in this part two was completely palpable. Yeah. Right. So it was like constant edge of your seat tension, and I'm not going to get into a lot of it with part two because. There's probably a lot of people that haven't watched part two, but my god, you have to watch it. Yes, uh, it was, um, it was completely crazy. Like there was, it was con- The only weak part I even thought, and I called it the uh, because of the drugs. I called it the magic carpet ride across the desert <laughs> with Jonathan and Weed, Weed Boy Argyle. Yeah, pineapple out of a can. Yeah, Will and Mike. Yeah. So anyway. Um, and they just felt like they were kind of useless throwaway characters for that whole segment.
0: That whole first, what, first part one?
1: Yeah, all the way up until, like, a, you know, and I really don't want to get crazy into it, but until Eleven reappeared, you know, it was kind of...
0: That wasn't even until episode eight, I don't yeah, think.
1: I don't think so either. So, anywho, um, yeah, dude, absolutely stellar season. Yeah. It shattered records on Netflix. It yes. shattered records for TV shows, period. Yep. Uh, so if you set haven't, you know, if you, uh, know, if you haven't watched it, season five, and you don't want to mind our spoilers, um, get 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 through it, get it done, you know. So I mean, it only takes you about twelve hours. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> thirteen. Anyway, great show, right? Great show. So I thought they did a great job, and it, it was funny because, like, when part one released, we had Umbrella Academy season three. Right, yeah, three. and it kind of eclipsed, uh, Stranger Things for a few weeks, and then Stranger Things Part Two comes out and just absolutely murders, puts it right back in its place. I
0: still haven't watched a Academy. Like I, mean, I probably need to do that, and
1: you you need to do it because it was very well done. Yep. Um, and you're, I'm telling you, you're gonna think that Taika Waititi was a part of that group because it th- that show was so eccentric this season that you know there's really only a few eccentric really directors out right now and he's one of them but it was very well done all right man what do we got up next
0: we got a top gun (laughs) oh lord
1: well i mean dude you know you're 15 yeah um i still remember seeing top gun the first one in the theater uh it was a huge part of my life it was a huge part of a lot of people's lives and uh there's a guy mike that's probably going to listen to this episode and he had his own viewpoints on it. At some point, I'd like to just get him to record a piece so we could play it. But uh, it was a huge part of that mid-80s life. Uh, yeah. So many one-liners. I feel the need for speed. You know, I'm too close for missiles. I'm switching to guns. Yeah. You know, uh, we were inverted. The whole BS while coughing, you know, saying BS while coughing, <laughs> oh, that came out of that. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, you just did it. So... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh you had some really good questions in here.
0: I did. Um did it live the hype of the first one?
1: To me, and folks, you gotta understand my son here, he is very retro. Like some of his favorite movies Goonies. are from the eighties. Goonies, E.T., Ghostbusters, yes. Top Gun. Yes, um, especially Top Gun. Yeah, absolutely. So uh did it live up for me? It it, it surpassed. The really? Hype of the first, there actually wasn't a lot of hype for the first. Yeah. Uh, not as much as there was for. I mean, we had basically two years worth of hype for this one, because it got delayed a few times. So, yeah, you know, still very cool.
0: Yeah, the first trailer was what twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. So yeah, I think it did. What are your thoughts? Well,
0: I didn't. I wasn't obviously. I wasn't around for the, the quote unquote hype of the first one. Um. But I mean, I the first one it was so good. I mean, it was. Uh, and this one brought a lot. I mean, if you just pay attention to the small details, it's uh, it's a lot. Had to had to quiet down for that one. <laughs> had one last episode too.
1: Yeah, it's tradition now. I have to do it every episode. So, um, bottle cap can. But uh. Bottle, bottle cap, can. There's no bottle, such b- thing. <laughs> bottle cap, really? Can. Yeah. Handicap, go ahead.
0: Man works in a warehouse and doesn't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, but if you just paid attention to the small details, it was it, they brought a lot from the old movie. I mean, Rooster, you know, obviously he's Goose's son. Uh, Maverick taking his file out of the registration for the Air Force. Right. He brought he, you know, he he uh. Obviously wasn't too happy about that and didn't really side with Maverick up until the end, which that that end scene was crazy crazy insane but i mean to me it lived up my hype of the first one
1: well there you go So i mean that's really all that matt at the end of the day that's what i love about movies that's what i love about any media you know people judge this this was good this was bad this you know and not to get crazy like existential or anything but man everything we listen to and see and watch it's it's all up to us whether it's good or bad yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I love this movie. Uh, I absolutely thought it lived up to the hype. Um, so, I was really excited. What was your second question?
0: Well, I actually brought it up kind of in the in that first one. Um, did Rooster live up to Goose? Did he, like, you know, kind of follow his path? Or did he go his own separate way? Or, like, you know. Well. How do you think about that?
1: This is really weird because I'm a dad now. And when I saw the movie the first time, I was just a kid um you know so it's one of those things where first off his dad didn't have a choice on whether or not that he had had established a legacy cuz he he died in kind of a shocker yeah that was you crazy know? i mean so the... he didn't know he was going to go obviously yeah um did his dad have a legacy yeah absolutely i mean yeah 100% I mean, you know as a if you just want to go as a character yeah Rooster had a lot to live up to because yes. Goose was cool. Yes. Um, did he live up to his legacy? Yes, I, th- I think he did. But I also think he carved his own place in it because, for first off, just for the obvious, um, his dad was just a Rio, which is a radar intercept yeah. officer. He was a backseat in an F-14 Tomcat.
0: Which, when we also saw kind of a throwback to that, when they were taking over the F-14 and Rooster had no idea what he was doing in the back of that thing.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if you noticed or not, but uh, they flew two different models of the F-18 Hornet, and we'd have to have a pilot on here to really get into that. But uh, a lot of those pilots in there were in a what a two-seater form uh, type of uh, airframe on the F-18. Yeah, but Rooster flew a single-seater, and I think the subliminal message in that is that um, I don't think he wanted somebody in the back seat because I don't think he wanted that pressure no the pressure that maverick was under yeah no. uh, you know when he lost goose because that hit maverick really hard I think it right hit so really
0: hard not being able to grow up with a dad
1: right so um i think you know rooster dry uh, flying a single seater f-18 hornet uh i think that pretty much told you where his mind or his headspace was at so yeah uh i think he carved out his own but man And it was weird because, you know, his dad was super funny in the first one. Yeah. And he really wasn't like the whole movie until the very end. And he was bumming some of his dad's old lines, Uh, you know, pardon my French, but doing the whole, come on, Mav, do some of that pilot shit. That was one of his dad's lines for the first one. Right. So uh, I thought that was very cool. So anyway, uh, my my favorite thing was all the callbacks. Speaking of that, all the callbacks to the original. Yes, a lot of every people minor detail. Yeah, everyone, a lot of people didn't even realize mind. that one of the characters was a callback. So at the beginning of the original, you remember they were out there with Merlin and Cougar, and they got called into the captain's office on board the aircraft carrier, and he's like, "Hey, Matt," you know, he tells him he's like, "Mav, your name ain't the best name in the Navy," you know, with a history of all these, uh, you know flybys including an admiral's daughter and goose leans over to him and says was that penny benjamin he's like yeah shut up Goose." you know kind of thing And then later on meg ryan rooster's mom saying yeah goose told me how you used to get in trouble with penny benjamin and penny was maverick's love interest in the movie so i thought that was kind of cool yeah so big time call back there and then obviously just all the jet work and and the fact that they did a lot of their own special effects. So that was cool. That, anyway, I love the movie. It was, it
0: was a great movie. Great movie.
1: I think it really lived up to everything it was supposed to. don't
0: think they're going to do a third one of any type, but you know.
1: Yeah, and I don't think they need to. And no. here's my thing, and I'm, I'm worried about that because uh, I feel like Tom Cruise has a history of going overboard. I mean, I think we're getting ready to film Mission Impossible uh, episode 27 or something. 400 or something like that. Crazy. It's ridiculous. So I'm worried he will. I hope he doesn't. But I think he will.
0: I mean, he got hurt on the last Mission Impossible. He did.
1: Yeah. So, and we got a two-parter coming up. He can't even do this one in one episode. So, anyway, that's where we are. But, anyway, I thought it was a great show. Uh, Folks, anybody that ends up listening to this, if you've got opinions, make sure you, you... You tweet us. Let us know what you think. Uh, So, uh, we are the 704 underscore club. So, on Twitter, at 704 underscore underscore club. club. Just tweet us and let us know and let us get back to you on that. So, anyway, what do we got next, buddy?
0: Well, we're going to move on from uh, TV and movies. And we're going to go on to our games category where we have a... Oh, God. (sighs) Here we go. uh, We're going to kind of do a new thing. Uh, We talked about it last episode. We're going to do a top three. Of, I think we got open worlds, we have looter shooters, and then we have a uh, flight, flight sim. And, okay. you know,
1: I, I thought it was a good list. And it kind of keeps with what we're talking about. Yeah. You did a really good job on the rundown for this. Thank one. you. I like it. So, all I right, will let, let you go. Start it out.
0: Ooh. I think we're, our first one, well, first list is uh, open world. Open worlds. And uh, my first is, uh, this is going to be a crazy one, you know really, you know, thought about this one. Uh, Minecraft.
1: Shocker.
0: <laughs> but I mean, it, I mean, come on. Yeah, I gotta put that on there. It's, I've been playing I feel it.
1: totally responsible for this still, although I think you still would have ended up playing it eventually because of your friend group, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just the creativity for this game is uh, great. That's all I need to say. That's it.
1: Um, it's Lego without studs.
0: Whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. Lego's a totally different thing, bro. Come on.
1: If you say so, buddy. Let I mean, come, on. Your boat.
0: come on. Uh, my number two open world is going to be The Crew 2. Why? I like cars. And I mean, it's an open, well, I mean, it's an open world
1: race. I don't think you're going to get any argument from me <laughs> saying you like cars. Yeah, I mean. I, mean... I obviously <laughs> am a member of the Fuel Pod, so. Yeah. Um...
0: But I mean, the fact that, that that game is, they put so much detail into it. The fact that you can do any kind of race you can think of. You can switch from car to plane to boat um i mean you can do street racing drift racing rallies boat racing you can do aerodynamics you can do i mean hyper car all the way from new york to california and i mean i wasn't
1: i wasn't disagreeing with you (laughs) i'm you know you know but some of our maybe there's people that have been on the fence that have seen this game go on sale so many times and wondered, should I pick this up? It keeps going yes. on sale. Pick it the up. answer to that question, of course, <laughs> is yes.
0: Especially if the season pass comes out, because it'll still work today. Yeah. I still get free cars every time I log into that game.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, but you're right, man. It's the first game where they've ever... And, and of course, it's not the skip. No, um, for sure. But they did a good job. There's some places that I'm... I'll, it drives me bonkers that they left out, but it's... For the most part... They captured the essence of a they whole got, map of the United States. Yeah, they even
0: put NASA in there.
1: Yeah, NASA's in there. Um, some places they really left out that was kind of nuts, but obviously
0: know. they don't have rights to put actual NASA in there. But there is the NASA. Then. Yeah, it's called space. Yeah, it's literally space. <laughs> it's the you know space station. So space is
1: big. Um. So yeah, that's a good one. What was your last My one?
0: My number three is actually a recent game, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've played. I've had it for I don't know, two months now, I've probably put almost hundred hours into it. Uh it's a pretty good game. I mean it's it's an open world Pokemon game. Come Folks, on. Folks,
1: I'd like to hear from people that are like in my age in the you know, mid to late thirties and mid forties or whatever. I'd like to know how much money you've spent on your kids on Pokemon in the past ten years. Oh well, I mean it's ridic- it's gonna be a ridiculous number for the ones that do have Pokemon kids. Me. Yeah. Which you're lucky you didn't Fortnite, get two of them. Yeah, true.
0: Well you did get two Fortnite kids. I did so get two Fortnite kids. Was, uh, so cool. yeah,
1: still broke. Um so
0: Yeah, what are your uh what are your thoughts on the top three open worlds for okay, you?
1: Well, man, you know my background's in history. And you I mean, I love history and I love geography. I really do. Um my first one, and this goes dude, this goes back to my dad. Um uh, my dad is a huge fan of ancient Egypt. And yeah, I, just, I mean, that's, that's I naturally, kind of, of I naturally became a huge fan of ancient Egypt. Uh, so my first one is Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, the first time in the game when you come over the hill or at Dune or whatever you call it, and you're looking at the Great Pyramids of Giza. Yes. And you can go to Alexandria and see the lighthouse at Alexandria. I think
0: that's the only Assassin's Creed that I ever played was Origins because of just Egypt. I mean, that's it, one of my favorite subjects in school.
1: Well, you know, and here's the thing, too, and, you know, for those of you that aren't gamers, and I get that, that's fine, do what you got to do, but, you know, they hired historians to make sure that it was right. Yeah. The fact that they're now using those history tours from Assassin's Creed for students and schools and universities is amazing, you know, and that's a testament to what they can accomplish now in the medium. I mean, they're really not games anymore. They're more like interactive experiences. Yeah. Um
0: well games like those I mean
1: you still yeah. got like
0: you still got new like you know pixel games that are video games not right experiences. right absolutely
1: but you know this game like I said they 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 brought in archaeologists and they brought in historians to make sure they got it right you know and they actually looked at the works and I don't know if you know who this is but Herodotus he was a, a mm-hmm. ancient Roman scholar mm-hmm. right so and this is a guy that wrote a lot of our early ancient histories, right? So they used a lot of his works and his firsthand accounts of what Egypt looked like back then. So, uh, huge, really huge. And of course the game takes place in the era of Cleopatra. I actually wish yeah. it was before that.
0: Yeah, same. Cause it's, uh, she was, she was our last emperor, right? Was...
1: No, no. She was like the last real Pharaoh of pharaoh. Egypt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she wasn't Egyptian. She no. was Greek. Yes. Um, No, it would have been
0: fun to see any, I mean, King Tut or any of those.
1: Yeah. And my second one, and I know this is going to be controversial, but it's Fallout 76. It's, you know, you say whatever you want, but here's the thing. I am a West Virginian. And the game takes place in West Virginia. And the fact that I grew up going to Camden Park in the summers and that I can go into Camden Park in that game and it looks almost legitimately like the park I went to. Granted, it's post-apocalyptic. But, yeah, you, you know, you got roche, the, big, red di- the and... big dipper's there, and the haunted house is there, and the sign for Camden Park is there that I couldn't wait to see when I was driving in a car with mom and dad in the back of a Volkswagen Beetle heading into Camden Park for a day. You know, so Fallout 76 is huge for me. uh And then my last one, uh, <laughs> and it's not because of the TV show, the TV show this was good,
0: controversial.
1: but I read the books and The Witcher 3 um you what know if you
0: wild hunt right that was what's going yeah
1: witcher 3 wild hunt yeah. and you know i have read the books by andrzej uh, sapkowski and you know the human mind always has a better imagination than what people can put on screen and in a game but never has a game captured what went on in my head when i was reading the books better yeah. than witcher 3 cuz like i was it felt like they read my mind when they came up with the game world um and so, yeah, Witcher 3 was my favorite. There we go.
0: All right, now moving into our next top three. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Looter Shooters.
1: Okay, so. Or,
0: you know, Shooter Looter, whatever you want to
1: call them. Um, Again, this is going to come from books, man, because I'm a big book guy. But, uh, And I'll make mine quick on this one, but two of mine are Tom Clancy games. Uh,
0: I read some of the books. Some of the books were really good. Yeah. The only ones that I've read were really good.
1: Yeah, and most people know the Jack Ryan stories, but, you know, don't know all the other ones. But anyway, Tom Clancy's The Division, uh, and Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. That was a great game. Yeah. Wildlands was. So the Division, the plot is that somebody uh, broke into the, the U.S. Treasury and coded all the money that was coming off the print with this virus. And it causes a, wait for it, pandemic on Black Friday in Washington, D.C. So COVID. you're kind of in this um, dystopian, post-apocalyptic Washington, D.C. in the winter. Uh, and this is why I think it's better than The Division 2 is because it's in the winter, and that adds an extra level of tension being in cold weather like that. Yeah, I loved the first one. I what? did too, man. The second,
0: I mean, the second one was good, don't get me wrong. Yeah. The first one was, Absolutely. it hit. It was so, good.
1: That was one of them the other one tom clancy's ghost recon wildlands um this crazy madman that looks like kurt angle from the wwe uh takes over uh bolivian drug cartel and starts an empire across bolivia so you've got these lush jungles and these you know crazy like cartel compounds that you've got to take down with your team and uh really cool features and i loved it you could fly and you could drive and all that business so that was good and then my last one was the original Borderlands, which I never played. Wow,
0: I don't think I don't think I yeah, played
1: it. Listen, Borderlands two and three is good, but two was whichever two was... <laughs> the first one you played is going to be your favorite because the other two, you know, for me they're just basically just extensions of the first ones, and I really don't think anything captures that. So my fir- the first one was my other favorite.
0: Well, I mean, uh, if we're gonna move on to my favorite looter shooters, we'll go for it. I'm gonna go with number two since leading off of that one. My number two is Borderlands two. Right, which, which is, is the, the one first, you first one you played. First one I played. Right. Um I did originally get it in the handsome collection, so I did get to play what was it? Borderlands the pre sequel. Pre sequel. You plays Claptrap, my yeah. favorite video game character probably of all time.
1: You always like the trash can voice. R2. Yeah, you're Claptrap. a huge R2 fan. So yeah. Facts. Um yeah.
0: <laughs> but Borderlands two <laughs> story, all the, you know, side stories, everything you get to do. Uh obviously you had you had Claptrap ninety five percent of the time. So I mean that made it made it good but uh yeah so uh what are we uh, what do we have uh, my number one right so my number one looter shooter is gonna be fallout 76 oh wow. um, yeah I know crazy definitely didn't just force you out of that
1: um but it's because I don't see it as a looter shooter I mean the argument can be made I don't disagree with you uh, that one will always fall in line with, like, a uh, multiplayer RPG to me, but sure.
0: I mean, what I would What do you consider... like
1: about the loot mechanics on it?
0: Oh. I mean, you're just, you're just kind of, you're going, you you know, you're just adventuring, getting whatever you can, and surviving against okay. other online players. Got you. So, I mean, it's almost like a Battle Royale, but it's also... That makes perfect RPG. sense
1: with you describing it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta but love I mean, the whole ding ding aspect too, because you can craft your own stuff. So
0: yeah, yeah, you know, I totally didn't just first day craft an entire pit boy set. Yeah, <laughs> got the you know the bobblehead and everything. Okay. But uh, moving on, I guess I kind of I kind of messed this order up, huh? Uh, yeah. Going to number three, we're gonna go with Tom. I think whoa, Tom Clancy's The Division, the first one.
1: The first. So, it's awesome.
0: so also the same reason.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. Being in the snow gives you a lot more of like an you know an adrenaline thrill. You also have the uh, what's it called? You had, I, it was like after you beat the game, you can go into Washington, but it's almost like like a I'm talking
1: about like the dark zone. The dark zone, yeah. yeah,
0: that was crazy. That's a good. That was a great expansion for that game.
1: Yeah, uh, and see, I like the whole idea of the dark zone. The problem with right now, and it's maybe it's because I'm older, but the the whole. I can't stand trolls, man. I can't stand people uh, yeah, that I mean, just attack you for the sake of attacking you instead of making it, you know, legitimate yeah. uh, type of thing. But, yeah, I get it.
0: All right. Well, moving on from that, we're going to go into our top three. Uh, hint on with the episode here. Flight simulators or okay. flight sims.
1: Okay. Uh, so we can you're go... first.
0: Um, or we're just going back to me, huh? I know you're excited about one. One of these I am. Uh, One of these I got. I'd say, I'd say about a month ago. It released um, in March okay. of this year. It's a it's on, well, I have it on the Oculus Quest 2. It's called Warplanes Battle Over the Pacific, I think.
1: Okay, so you showed me some footage on that. I did. Obviously, I don't have an Oculus Quest, so I do love the idea of VR. but uh, And I love World War II, man. So, you know, it, it looked really exciting. I know I showed you some comparable games on PlayStation, but... This um, one,
0: uh, this is kind of you know, it's obviously it's the Japan America era. So I mean, it's you a got, Pacific, campaign. yeah. So I mean, you got their planes. You got, I mean, you got a, got a bunch of memorable. You got the you got the uh the Mustang. Yeah, p fifty one of them? Of them? Yeah. Mustang. That one I just I just got recently. I now, can you
1: fly the Japanese plane? The A six M zero. Yes.
0: Well, okay. not currently. You can fly a couple of the Japanese planes. Okay. I don't have any of them yet. Uh, we have an update coming in about I think a week. That's going to give us more of the Japanese planes. Uh, I think right now we only have five.
1: Can you fly any of the British planes, like no. the Spitfire?
0: It's uh, all American and all Japan.
1: Wow, that makes sense so, that's I mean, really all that was yeah. in that campaign. But, um, but I mean
0: the uh, the whole you know you get to you get to mess with your flaps to slow down and go faster. Okay. Uh, you don't have to. You obviously don't have to keep your throttle throttle forward because you'll overheat your engine. You can you, you just let it go and you mess with your flaps. You got the you can land and launch off of. One of the ships in the water.
1: Oh, so an aircraft carrier. Can oh, yeah. land and you can take land off on and an take aircraft. off. Of one of them. Oh wow. Uh,
0: you can. You I mean you? I mean, it's just you can dog. Dog fighting's crazy on there.
1: Wait, well, you know we were talking about Top Gun earlier, obviously, and I think one of the big draws in that film was all the people landing and taking off on aircraft carriers. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. All right, what's your other ones, man?
0: My number. Whoa. My number two. I didn't play much of it, but I mean, I, I had to figure out. Played how it to, in VR with me. Yes, I had to. I had to, I had to get a top three going, so I put it on here. Ace Combat uh, Seven.
1: Seven.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the only one I've played of the Ace Combats, uh, and I first played it in VR. I played it off of VR a couple times, not too many, but I mean the controls on it are smooth. Maybe yeah. It's just the the graphics are smooth. The controls are smooth. Uh, it may, it makes it a. I mean that's the first where I had to get used to going you know pulling up to go up and pull and yeah. push them down I mean that's kind of,
1: I mean it's so. not DCS on the PC obviously but no. but you know it 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 itches that it itches that you know yeah or I mean, scratches it, that itch yeah for flying in VR it so. just a scratch yeah
0: <laughs> and
1: he... yeah because my parents used to do that all the time <laughs> it used to drive me crazy um. So, what's your last one? My
0: number three. Okay. So, this is weird. This is, uh, it's not really a flight simulator, obviously. We've already talked about it. Crew two. Okay. The flying in it and the racing, you know, you have to, you have to work with your plane to get it to go where you need it to go. You have to mess with, you have to mess with your little, your tails to get it to turn.
1: Yeah. You have to do your whole pitch, y'all. Yes. You have to do do
0: everything. Um, and it was, it's really one of the only other flying games that I've definitely played. Yeah. Um, so I put it on here because, it's a fun game. It really gets you to learn the mechanics of flying. Yeah. And how to, you know, pitch and whatever else. So I put I it on here.
1: You know, you're young, three. so I don't disagree with you yeah. at all. I mean, it actually is a pretty clever flight simulator hidden within that game, right? Uh, and got some great planes. You got little, like, stuff that people can actually fly in real life, you know? Yeah. We Not don't F-18 all get to fly an F-18 or an F-14 super or a Mustang. Comcast, or... But we can fly a Cessna, you know, and... and you know, technically, depending on what country you're from and where you take your flight training, uh, you can fly a Pilatus uh, C-21 or whatever. P-21, which is my favorite one on there. But, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I have a different list. Uh, Uh, A lot of it's because I'm older. Yeah. um, I I definitely agree with you on two of these. So my third one is Star Wars Squadrons, (laughs) but only in VR. Great game. You know, because I was seven or three when Star Wars first came out. I mean, you get to fly and
0: in a, in a TIE fighter in an, an X-Wing, right? You get to fly an right?
1: X-Wing. You can look behind you in VR and see your R2 unit sticking up out yeah. of your X-Wing. And so it's just cool from a, I just want to be a kid again type yeah. of deal. Uh, my second one, um, it's older. It's way older. It's before you I were born. I didn't even hear
0: about this. I've never heard about uh, this.
1: So it's called Il-2 Sturmovik. It was a famous plane in World War II. Um, and, uh. Really, really, it was very underrated because there were a lot of other flight sims out at the time. Yeah. But Il-2 Sturmovic was one of the most accurate and difficult World War II flight sims out there. Uh, it was more of a sim-cade. Yeah, I mean. Where it was part so it was... sim, part arcade, but very, very accurate flight mechanics, and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, our friend Coy, Caden's dad, he absolutely loved that game as well. Uh, my last one is the Ace Combat series.
0: The whole there's the, everything
1: yeah and there's games in there i hate by the way some of them were terrible really um but on the whole being able to capture that on console i think ace combat has done it the best over the years um, i'd like to see them do better with whatever the next iteration is and are they making another one I-, I don't know yet <laughs> nobody knows but i don't think they need to i think um, they've
0: kind of proven their point <laughs> but yeah. i mean it's I, a great did,
1: I did love the series, uh, the I mean, soundtracks, definitely. and yeah. how epic some of the missions are. So, yeah, anyway, Ace I gotta Combat. Go back, i got to sure. go
0: back and play some of those. Yeah. Um. All right, well, we're going on from our TV shows, our movies, and our games. We're going to go into a new segment. We kind of talked about trying to do some of this last episode, and I thought we might as well go ahead and okay. send it for episode two. All right, let's send uh, it. We're going to call it Song of the Week. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to let you go ahead and take it away for your... You can well, have first.
1: You got to remember, too, I can see yours as well. But so. Yeah, I mean, mine is. A... I've got like two or three bands, maybe four, that are like my favorite bands of all time. Um, you know, U2's on that list. I've loved U2 my whole life. Pearl Jam. Dude, Pearl you know, Jam's awesome. I was in college during the grunge era, so <laughs> Pearl Jam is huge for me. Uh, Guns N' Roses, which <sighs> you've totally plagiarized totally, and stole from me, but totally I'm, I'm happy with it. I can't believe you like you know some 80s rock but my absolute favorite band of all time is Metallica. And while watching, you know, but every now and then I'll take a break where I don't listen to Metallica for probably 3 4 months, right? So um, watching Stranger Things. And Eddie, huh? And I've already disclaimed this with the whole spoiler bit, but when Eddie walked outside when he grabbed his when he grabbed my his axe are... off the wall was Dustin, and I thought it was going to be Iron Maiden, which would have been fine, you know. If he had got up there and, and started barking out Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner" by by Iron Maiden, I would have been happy. Fun
0: fact about that scene: uh, yeah. the one of the main singers for this song in Metallica, his son is the one who sang the lyrics in the Stranger Things episode. Holy crap! Yeah,
1: so that's awesome. Yeah, it was. It
0: was when I found that. I was that was cool. But anyway, anyway sorry anyway yeah
1: he gets up on the roof of that rv and it's like bah, 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 and i'm like wait a minute
0: wait a That's minute master of puppets yes, by
1: metallica sir. and one of my favorite jams uh, really good album great album cover on that one it had all the little tombstones on it uh and there's some funny history you should look up the history of the album for uh master of puppets because you know a lot of metallica's albums have uh pretty deep-seated histories but you know she'd look that one up uh anyway loved master of puppets uh and it really kind of got me into it's funny the very next day at work i'm going into work and i ended up firing up the ride the lightning album on uh, apple music uh which has you know another another one of my favorite albums there but anyway so my song of the week is master of puppets by metallica great song
0: great song yeah um also kind of uh kind of going from that stranger things you know Eddie playing master of puppets uh I kind of went back and was for the you know last two weeks I've been listening to a bunch of bunch of different musics. but uh rock is kind of where, where my right. mood's been Guns N' Roses uh, Nirvana uh you got Pearl Jam Metallica ACDC. dc yeah. uh, and one of them is Enter the Sandman by Metallica great song great album too got a bunch of hits in there
1: the the black album by Metallica <laughs> yes. so you had Enter the Sandman you had The Unforgiven. You had The Unforgiven. That's a. You had Nothing Else Matters. You had The God That Failed. Sad But True. You had Sad But True. Uh, just an absolutely incredible... In fact, I didn't... I used to tell my friends all the time that other than uh, Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses, that was one of the most complete albums ever produced. And I
0: could go on and on for Guns N' Roses. You know,
1: when we grew up in the age of tapes... Yeah. And you had a side A and side B, like bands would put all their best songs on side A, and inside B was kind of a throwaway. Yeah. So very rare did you buy an album where you liked more than two or three songs on the on the on the tape. So, uh, master uh, Enter the Sandman, great song, but one of my favorite pieces of that is in the middle. Uh, there was a prayer. Yeah. That. that probably every family in my you know when i was a kid did with their kids every night before bed the now i lay me down to sleep yeah i pray the lord my soul, soul to keep, keep. right yep. and the fact that they worked that prayer into the end of the end of the song
0: yeah it, it was it was towards the end right like really, yeah. yeah
1: and then he breaks out in the middle and he's like hush little baby don't, don't say, say a, a word. word right yeah so and that was scary dude because you know those were it days was creepy. when it was like is there a monster in my closet? Is there one under my bed? Or is it just in my head? Which is literally what the song does. So, man, great song. Enter the Sandman is a great song. So, and
0: uh, i that was, well, that is our last segment. Um, and unless you got anything else you want well, to talk about this uh, episode. We got to talk
1: about, first off, we had a person that was one of, so Alex is my other son and your little brother. Mm-hmm. And he listened to our podcast literally five minutes after it published. Yes alex miner so big shout out to alex miner out there i know you're out there you're probably playing elden ring with my other son right now uh or something with him who knows but thank you very much for listening to uh to the episode last week and a big shout out to mike who listens to the the fuel pod uh that chad and i do and he's gonna he really wants to listen to this episode because of what we talked about with top gun he saw it this week or last week yeah uh, so he's going to talk about that as well with us. But uh, so big shots out to them. Obviously, folks, if you want to uh, listen to Jason 704 Club on, we're on Apple. Uh, we're, on, we're on everything. Yeah, we're on Anchor, Spotify, uh, the 704 Club. If you're looking for like the picture, it'll be like you'll see a big screen TV. Um, and we're working on a better logo.
0: We are, and, and uh, if you catch us yeah. on any of our twitters, uh, you can hit yours first. I don't know yours. Uh, off, my Twitter
1: is at jneil729. And you
0: can find us at at 704 underscore club. At we don't have
1: club. we don't
0: have a profile. We are still working, obviously. Like yeah. you just said, we're working on that. And you can catch me. You can catch me at, at jason underscore sixty five.
1: All right, so sweet. That's on Twitter. We don't have a we don't have a Discord setup yet. We don't. Uh, um, I might
0: work on that during the week, but yeah. it, I mean, kind of and my work schedule. And
1: we'll let you guys in on our on our Twitches uh next week but I'm gmj729 on Twitch. Uh
0: that's a great question. Don't know my Twitch. Yeah, don't worry about
1: <laughs> it, man. We'll mention it next week on episode 3. Yes, so, sir. Thank you very much for listening tonight, Jason. Dude, thank you for a great episode. Yeah, son. I no love problem it. anytime. All right.
0: Hopefully every week, but you know, there might be some ups and downs throughout this this journey.
1: Yeah, that's true. I and mean, we're we'll ta- I'm
0: taking out from, you know, you and Chad Fuel Pod, so I'm trying to
1: well and Start you've helped out on there quite a bit too. So a little bit. Looking forward to yeah. it. All right, folks, listen up. Uh join Jason next week. Maybe I'll be on here, maybe his brother will, who knows? But probably thanks you. For, <laughs> thanks for having us tonight.
0: Yeah. Enjoy guys.